0: Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first.
1: Welcome to Share Talk uh, CEO interview time, and I'm joined by David Bud, who's CEO at Gene Drive. How are you today, David?
0: Yeah, good morning, Zach.
1: Hello. Right. Um, your company is one of the perhaps less well known um, amongst the small caps. Could you tell us a bit about it?
0: Uh, so, we're a Manchester based business. We're in the healthcare sector, and um, we make a small handheld uh, device which is used to do molecular diagnostics on on patients. Um, we're primarily focused at doing things like infectious diseases, so testing for hepatitis or tuberculosis. And for us, those markets are generally uh, Africa, Asia Pacific, uh, and India. Um, you know, where literally there are, you know tens of millions of um, of patients requiring testing every year.
1: So, I mean, this looks to me as a, a non-medical person, something out of Star Trek or something quite twenty-first uh, century. Is that the case? Is it is it a big leap in technology? This this particular unit.
0: Um, I, I wouldn't have said it's a huge leap in, in in technology. What what we've done is we've we've taken the type of testing that maybe you and I might take for granted that we would have available at our at our local hospitals, and we've miniaturized it and made it available in a in a handheld format so that it can be offered. In, in non-traditional settings. So, um, you know, it, it might be the equivalent of having a test done at your GP instead of going to your hospital. Um, the reality is, is that in much of the world, there are millions of people that can't access um, hospitals in big, in big cities or, or, or more modern types of testing. And so we're trying to bring what's so-called molecular diagnostics or the diagnostics using DNA um to uh to a more decentralized setting so that people can have access to the testing that they need
1: so i mean one of the one of the things you hear in the in the in the media is about um many with many diseases uh, the earlier you get them the better is this uh, something which enables that
0: um it, it can be i think the, the key thing is that in many cases people can get a diagnosis but if you can't actually administer treatment at the same time uh, sometimes they don't come back for treatment. So they're so-called what we call lost, lost to treatment. So the idea here with a gene drive product is that you can get a result with um, something between 40, 40 to 60 minutes. Um, so a patient at a, at a clinic or at a doctor's office can get a diagnosis and the corresponding treatment at the same time.
1: Right. And obviously the the, the $64,000 question is, is the cost... Um, uh, in terms of, the, the, let say, the customers and how much uh, you might make out of this particular
0: venture? Sure. Um, so, in, in many parts of the world, cost is incredibly important um, in terms of end-user cost. So, our product has specifically been designed for our target markets. So, if you were trying to do molecular diagnostics in a hospital setting, you might have to pay a £100,000 for a piece of equipment to allow you to do it. And you might have to agree with the company that supplies it to do between fifty and hundred thousand tests over several years. So it's a very expensive proposition. We've got a device that costs between three and four thousand dollars to the end user, uh, and typically a test costs something between twenty and thirty-five dollars, depending on, on what it is. So it's a very economic proposition for the purpose for the person that's purchasing from us, uh, and clearly it's allowing them. Testing to be done for people that today can't access it. So again, a uh, very excellent sort of healthcare outcome for patients as well.
1: Right. I mean, one of the things about the stock market is it tends to be it doesn't it's not very technical, uh, not very scientific. And so companies in that area don't tend to get the best, uh, let's say, um, bang for their bucket as far as private investors or even or even institutions are concerned. Um, is how how much is your story on the stock market uh, related to um, maybe people not being so aware of your product rather than actually uh, anything else?
0: Well, I think I think a lot of it is. Um, the company was founded originally in 2007, It was listed on AIM in April of 2007, on, on a very different business. Um, I came into the company two years ago in uh, March of 2016, and we've completely turned the company around now into a, a focused molecular diagnostic company. So we don't really resemble anything from a story perspective of, of what it is that we were that we were, um, were listed on, um, we have a very strong institutional shareholder list. Uh, it's available on our website, and you can see it's a really blue chip uh, listing of of London-based investment um, investment houses. Anything from uh, traditional investment through to BCT and EIS. Uh, but what we what we what we haven't done really is extend our story out to the retail sector very much. So you're quite right, I think. As a company, we have um, we have executed very well over the last couple of years in terms of getting our products developed, getting them approved, getting them into market, and a lot of the markets that we're focused on are very large. So something like a tuberculosis market, for example, there's over 10 million patients that get tuberculosis every year that would benefit from our technology, um, but. As you, as you rightly say, that's, that story probably has not uh, disseminated out into the, the retail market in the way that we would want it to.
1: And in terms of the revenues that you expect to generate, um, how, how can we view that? Obviously, these are big markets as well.
0: They, they, are, they are very big markets. Um, so our key product that we have on the market right now is for uh, hepatitis C. Um, and we're in the process now of doing all our registrations and going to market in combination with our distributor, which is a Japanese company called Sysmex. Uh, and Sismex is uh, quoted on the Tokyo Exchange. Actually, they've got revenues a little bit over two billion U.S. dollars a year. Uh, have a market cap of around 14 billion. So, a uh, very large, credible uh, company. We finished our year um, uh, uh, this year with around 3.5 million in the bank, um, and uh, overall revenues. Uh, around uh, 3.5 million so uh, that's a combination of, of, of grant revenue contract revenue and revenue from gene drives themselves um, our our analyst um, forecasts our revenue models are freely available to everyone through hardman um, so you know you can clearly look at those in terms of revenue profile going forward but you know generally we're working into markets that are you know worth between you know 40 and hundred million dollars depending on you um, the actual assay itself.
1: Well, we we'll look forward to seeing how we how do over the the, uh, the next year or so. David Bard, CEO at Gene Drive, thank you very much indeed for talking to Show Talk
0: today. Great. Thanks, sir. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.